from Kern Audio Studios in New York and Boston. This is Here's a Question, hosted by Kyle and Lex. Just like how we source our information for our podcast, we'll be stealing from the reference books. We're also announcing some relocation plans, because Penn Station wasn't clean enough. This and more on episode 103 of Here's a Question. In sports games, we've all seen the classic coin flip that determines who gets to do whatever they do in sports games. We couldn't care less. But this got us thinking about something. If you were to ask the Google Assistant, oh wait, I'm talking to Americans, Siri, to perform a coin flip, you'll see a little animation or something that says heads or tails. Our question remains, is this an actual replacement to a good old-fashioned coin that has the dead skin cells of about 50 other people? Are the automated coins more fair? To answer this question, we've dug deep and doubled down on our testing methods. Gone are the days of psychology. Here are the days of refined physical movements performed by people who cannot run between Times Square and Bryant Park without gasping for breath. Let's be clear here. <laughs> Lex can't run between Times Square and Bryant Park. A journey itself that is less than one block. <laughs> well, you've never done it yourself carrying a half-empty or half-full water bottle, so you can't judge me. Oh, come on. I'd like to see you run the distance of the Port Authority bus terminal. You probably can't even run from the Staten Island Ferry to Whitehall Street without missing three trains in the process. A station with an entrance right next to the Staten Island Ferry? Seriously? Okay, that, that might be enough for now. We'll talk about this later. Let's get into the data. We'll be getting a good look at the data in the time it takes Kyle to run across Betty Carter Park. For now, we'll just give you a quick summary. There's a split 50-50 on both sides, which means we live in a simulation. We've gotten way too intelligent. Kyle's probably run all the distance, right? 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 Uh, oh my god, okay. Oh, that was way too long. It was less than 200 feet, you're fine. Okay, well, <laughs> anyways, we flipped 50 coins each, and we also sent Google to flip 50 coins as well. We found that us humans landed 53 on heads and 47 on tails. The computers landed 47 on heads and 53 on tails. I swear we're not affiliated with Google or anything. Does that mean that we can replace the coins at Madison Square Garden with the Google Assistant? Two things, we can re probably replace the real coin with a computer-generated one. The only problem is, we can only replace that coin if there's a coin there to begin with. I mean, let's be honest here. Someone's probably going to have a coin with them. It's Madison Square Garden, after all. Here's your next question. What are the odds of that? <laughs> well, you figure that joke out as we take our first break. In the interest of fire safety, we're playing a game to help recognize the fact that people often set random things on fire, such as pasta and dryers. We'll conduct this in the style of The Price is Right, even though there is no price to your life in a fire. Mm -hmm. I present a topic, and you try and guess the statistic attributed to it. This was originally supposed to be a two-person game, but unfortunately, we were unable to find the second person. If it's lower, you get no points. If it's higher, the closest person to the actual number gets a few points. Ready to play? Sure. <laughs> According to FEMA, how many people in the U.S. report that they have accidentally set their dryers on fire each year? I mean... Remember, this is reported, as in, mm. hey, I accidentally set my dryer <laughs> on fire, not, I'm just gonna hide the fact I set my dryer on fire. Okay, so, based on that, I feel like the st statistics might be lower than what I'm guessing it would be, because no one's gonna, no one's probably going to report that they set the dryer on fire, as it would probably make them the most embarrassed person within that town or area. So, 
Uh, given that there's like, I think, 400 million people here, uh, I'm guessing probably a small, pretty small percent. So I'd say like, uh, I don't know, maybe 40,000? 2,900, you were way off. Oh my god, I was way off. <laughs> How many square kilometers of land were burned from the El Dorado fire? The one caused by the gender reveal party? Mm. Well, a lot of those have happened, and I have not heard about this one. But, if... Mm. The one in California. Okay, so California. Alright. Remember, remember that couple that set their um, set the California wildfire off uh, by having a gender reveal back in like right. 20 or 2021? I mean, they couldn't have possibly burnt that much land, so I'm gonna guess like 60-ish square kilometers? 92 to 93 square kilometers. Ah, uh, close. Closer than the last guess. Yes. On average, from 2002 to 2004, what percentage of candle fires were started in the bedroom? Hmm. This is a bit of a strange question to me, because I don't really know that many people that use candles in their bedroom. But I feel like, um, I feel, <laughs> I don't know, I feel like the only purpose of having candles in the bedroom would be like, I don't know, you're surprising someone's like on their birthday and uh, like it's a cupcake with a candle on it or uh more we're talking about scented candles as in those that you find at bed bath and beyond oh uh, okay okay well so if it's that then i guess it would be used pretty often so then like it's a percentage right yes okay uh i'm gonna guess like 21 percent 38.5 mm. Kinda close. According to FEMA, how many fires in residential homes were there in 2018? I'm guessing a lot have happened, given the fact that fires exist. <laughs> Not very solid uh, reasoning there, but it might be something along the lines of like hundreds of thousands, hundred thousand, maybe like I guess like a tenth of the population, like 400,000. You were really close, 379,600, rounded to the nearest hundred. Ah, uh, just just a bit. Of those, how many of those fires were started from cooking? Ah, uh, okay, so I'm taking that number. 379. Uh, I feel like most fires would start from cooking and not exactly paying much attention to the fire. So I have to do some quick math right here. Uh, it's around 40 or so. I'm gonna say like maybe 20-ish thousand or like uh, 200,000, I mean. 192,700. Fire Safety Week is in October, but this has been brought to you by our wallets because we still don't have enough listeners to monetize this podcast. Keep in mind, this is our satirical segment. Please don't take anything seriously. As you may know, we record from two different studios. One is in New York, and one is in a small remote shed an hour away from Boston. Due to rising rent costs, inflation, and other things, we've been forced to move to the World Trade Center. Here to explain this new change is our correspondent Kyle Hua in Newark. I'm sorry, New York. Kyle? Yes, that's right. We're currently hoping that our situation improves in general. So far, our revenue has not met quarter to expectations, and we need to figure out a solid revenue plan going forwards. 
Our best option is to house our studios in the state-of-the-art West Concourse, the hallway inside of the World Train Center station that cost the city roughly $225 million. We weren't able to secure any actual shop leases, so unfortunately we had to settle for recording in the hallway. It doesn't have great acoustics, but we realize that only a few thousand people actually use the station, and barely anyone shops here, so we should be safe. All we need to do he from here is make sure someone doesn't see us. And at this time, we're currently relocating to the World Trade Center station on the E-Train. I assume that you're able to find plenty of guests for us to interview at the Fulton Center? Unfortunately, no. They chased away all of the homeless people to the E-Train. And they've also chased me away as well. Why don't we go with offices at Penn Station or the Port Authority bus terminal? Come on, we're more civilized than living in a train station. No, we're working in a train station, more specifically out of a shopping mall that's been turned into a train station. We're quote-unquote civilized until they have enough revenue to keep their company shining. Have they finally fixed the internet? Well, as of today, they fixed the internet, providing people free internet wherever you go as long as you've paid your $2.75 today. Have you worked out a commute to get there? It seems like it should be easy to get there. Yep, all you have to do is take the 6 train down to the Grand Central, realize that something bad happened, take the 5 train, no, the 4 train, actually, because it's probably not running up to the Yankee Stadium, then take the 2 train down to Columbus Circle because they probably implemented something at the Fulton's Center because it's the MTA, and take the A train downtown until you realize that it's going local and probably terminating somewhere around 14th Street for some reason, and then you just transfer to the R train that totally smells like someone pissed in their sleep before you reach the Fulton Center. That sounds great, and I still won't pay you more. But you're not paying any- Nice talking to you, you'll be back after this break. <laughs> Alright, welcome back from the break. So, I get to host the Stolen from the Reference Book segment. I thought we were never doing this again. <laughs> Hopefully Lex will have even more fun with this week's episode of questions. And if there are any new <laughs> listeners out there, somehow, this is where the host, me, will be asking the participant Lex uh, questions about words that I'm pretty sure he won't know, and he'll be given some options to choose from. Now on with the segment. Question number one. What is a pedway? A. A route for segways. B. Another name for sidewalks. Or C, a route for zebras in zoos. A road for segways. <laughs> well, you fell for my trap because those two names are very similar. And I knew it would trap you somehow. But no, it's actually B, another name for sidewalks. Which I never knew, but that's an interesting fact. Okay, so second question. What is the minimum height for a building to be considered a skyscraper? A, around 300 feet. B, around 1,000 feet. Or C, around 500 feet. 500 feet. Well, correct. It's 500 feet. Yay. Good job. All right. Third question. What is a group of otters called? A, a crew, B, a raft, or C, a raid? A raid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was one of my joke answers. It's actually B, a raft, which quite quite a cute name, like, if you think about it. Okay, anyways. Four. Uh... How many frets does a 
does an acoustic guitar usually have? A. 18 frets B. 19 frets or C. 20 frets Also, by the way, frets are the like metal strips down the, going down the neck that you use to play the guitar. 18. 18. Okay, unfortunately, that's not the correct answer. It's 20. Yeah, it? it is 20. 20 yeah. So. Okay. Okay, so it's the fifth question now. How much is the yearly cost of maintenance for the for Big Ben? A, roughly 80 million pounds. B, around 500,000 pounds. Or C, 24 million pounds. What was the first option again? Uh, 80 million. I think 24 million. Okay. Well, that is quite low, and it's actually 80 million, which is the highest option that was there out of all the guesses. But yeah, quite an expensive clock. Okay, so question six. How many documented peregrine falcons are in New York City as of spring 2019? Uh, A, 19 pairs, so that would be, I think, 38 total. B, 30 pairs, or 60 total. Or C, 25 pairs making it 50 total 25 right on the money yeah 25 pairs have been spotted and documented of course all right number seven where is downtown for you a south b north or c down for me yeah it's north the, the, the entire concept of downtown to me is quite confusing so i'm not exactly sure so i'm gonna believe what you said because I didn't exactly have the answer for this. So this is like a half Google. Are you kidding yeah, me? Yeah, this is like a... <laughs> you know where I live. You can just easily do a Google search. Well, I searched it up and they're like, there isn't much of a downtown other than the surrounding areas. So it could be in... We have a downtown. Okay. okay. That's going to be... It's called downtown. Oh, wait, really? Oh, my God. Yes, there's an actual district I'm pretty sure called downtown. Okay. Well, that should have been quite obvious to me then. Okay, that's like not even half a question now. That's like a quarter of a question, maybe. Okay, <laughs> I'll do another number seven to make up for that. Okay, so... Also, down? Down? You really want to take that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was, just, I was just testing, you know? <laughs> see, see what, if testing, you... I was testing if I was drunk or not? I'm 16. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. All right, fair enough. Okay, so number seven, the sequel... Approximately how many trees are in New York City? A. 5.2 million trees B. 1,200,000 trees Or C. 25 million trees Trees that are dead or trees that are still alive? Trees that are still alive and in public and private spaces If it's alive, then 5.4 If it's completely every single tree, uh, 24 Okay, so... Counting your alive ones, it is correct. 5.2 million trees. Okay, question eight. How many miles of sanitary how sewer a, lines we, the underground of Boston? <laughs> yeah. A, 690 miles. B, 421 miles. Or C, 710 miles. The entirety of the red line and the green line. Uh, <laughs> no, 718. Yeah, it is uh, C, around 710 miles, which is correct. And uh, nine, how many load bridges are in Boston? Or basically bridges for cars and heavy traffic and stuff like that. A, uh, 829 bridges. B, 
667 or C 758? 627. I mean, we did the big dig project, right? Yeah, it's B 667 bridges, which is quite a lot. <laughs> a little, actually, yeah, quite a lot. Okay, and last question. Question 10. Perhaps it'd be nice to take a break from the city and hit the beach. So, how many public beaches? No, it's never a good time to hit the beach. <laughs> uh, well, uh, have you ever went to Coney Island before? Well, I have. <laughs> well, I'm asking you this: How many public? The elevator was broken. <laughs> how many public beaches are in Boston? A. Around sixty-nine beaches. B. Around sixty beaches. Or C, around 35 beaches. I'm going with the lowest answer simply because there's an airport right outside 35. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, that is wrong. It's around 60 beaches, which is a fair amount, decent amount. Yeah. Who wants to go to a beach right next to an international airport? <laughs> I want to notice I right mean... now. <laughs> I don't know. Perhaps it's nice, you know, like. Uh, lying down on a sun chair. You know, it's or... nice to just, I don't know, <laughs> see a JetBlue flight just taken off. <laughs> yeah, it could be comparable. Every five minutes yeah. or so. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> it might be relaxing for some. Alright, and so that concludes our segment of Stolen from the Reference Books. Seriously, we need to, we need to stop this from ever appearing again. On to the next segment. <laughs> If you notice, this episode is a lot shorter than before. Yeah, you've noticed correctly. That's because we're working on a lot of projects right now. So, we've been hard at work at Current Media to bring you stuff that you'll find enjoyable. Recently, we've released a press release at our website, currentmedia.website, detailing everything we'll be working on. Here's a random list of stuff we'll be launching soon, or planning on launching in the next two months. The Lorimer Report. The Lorimer Report, a weekly summary of the news from people all over the world. Current Music, a little thing where we showcase music from people who contact us. And 8th Avenue, a small short that I may or may not be working on from time to time. These are all projects that we're working on in the background, so... And so, this is the end of the road for this episode, and possibly our careers. This episode was written by Lex Wu and Kyle Hua. Chewing gum removal provided by the Fulton Center. Thanks a lot! This podcast is produced by Lex 63rd Productions and 62nd Street Productions for current audio. See you soon.